So here's the big question. How are entrepreneurs like us, who have been hustling and struggling to make it to success, who seem to make it one step forward, only to fall two steps back, who are dedicated, determined, and driven, how do we finally break through and win? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Brian Kelly, and this is the Mind Body Business Show. Hello, everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Mind Body Business Show. Woo, baby, we have a phenomenal, phenomenal guest waiting in the wings. Going to bring him on very soon. His name is Mike. Mike Lofton, and he is an amazing, amazing young man who has figured it out. What has he figured out? He's figured out the keys to success in business. And the reason I bring on amazing people like Mike is so that you can learn from people like Mike and then simply model. That means copy. Do what they did. There's no reason to, to recreate the wheel and do it all on your, on your own because that just takes a lot longer, doesn't it? And once you get to that point, uh, it's going to be a lot easier road for you. It's something that took me many, many years to figure out and get through this thick skull that it's okay. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to get tutelage. It's not only okay, it should be your responsibility. So you can get there quicker and serve more people faster. Yes. The Mind Body Business Show. It is a show that I had put together for you, for entrepreneurs. And it's a show for entrepreneurs by entrepreneurs. And it's successful entrepreneurs. Only successful entrepreneurs come on this show. And the reason is what I just specified earlier. So you can learn from them. Uh, not only the things that are great that you should do in business, but also the lessons they've learned that you can avoid and not make those same mistakes, equally as important. And so this show is about what I call the three pillars of success that I learned over the course of over a decade of studying only successful people. And what I found were these three patterns that kept bubbling up to the top over and over and over. And I realized, my gosh, these are the keys, the patterns, the pillars to success. Can you guess what those three might be? They're on either side of me right now if you're watching on video. Yes, it's mind, body, and business. So mind being mindset. And that is every successful person that I studied had a very powerful, very positive, and most importantly, very flexible mindset. They weren't born with these things. They all worked on them individually and developed them over time. Uh, body, to a person, they take care of themselves. Nutritionally, what they're taking into their body. Physically, they're exercising on a regular basis. Doesn't mean that they look like an Adonis or a, an Atlas or an Arnold Schwarzenegger who was in his prime working out. No, that's not what I'm saying with the working outside of things. It is that they continually on a regular basis move and exercise to keep their body healthy. And like I always say, the mind and body are a team. More importantly, your mind and body are your team. And if any one member of that team, of any team, talk about sports, anybody, if any player or member of a team is not operating at a peak level performance, then guess what happens to the team as a whole? It's not working at a top level of performance either, is it? And then there's business. Business is so multifaceted. The, you know, these guys and gals that uh, became very successful that I studied, they had mastered various skill sets like sales, marketing, team building, systematizing, leadership. 
I could literally go on for a long time about all the different uh, various skill sets that it takes to not only build a successful company, but to maintain it and grow it. And the good news is, look, here's the thing. One person, in my humble opinion, doesn't have time on this planet to master, truly master every skill set necessary that I just, just the ones I talked about already, and there are many more. But if you master just one, just one skill set, and you you've ma you can master more than one, but if you master and, and, and focus on one skill set, and I already mentioned it, it was actually one of them that I mentioned, then you're good. You can then have a thriving, successful business. And that one skill set is leadership. And I'm so excited because the gentleman you're about to listen to and learn from, Mike Lofton, that's that's his that's his um, specialty. He is a phenomenal leader. He's figured it out, and now we're going to bring him on very very soon to show you exactly how to do the same. Real quick, another phenomenal uh, trait and um, attribute of very successful people is that. To a person, all those that I studied are very avid and voracious readers, and they're not just the readers of any books. They're the readers of books that have impact on them and in their lives. So with that, I'd like to segue really briefly into a segment I affectionately call Bookmarks. Bookmarks. Born to read. Bookmarks. Ready. Steady. Read. Bookmarks. Brought to you by ReachYourPeakLibrary.com. Yes, there you see, reachyourpeaklibrary.com. One quick note, and that is to take note. And that means take out a pen and a pad of paper or whatever it is you like to take notes on. It could be on your computer if you have room while you're watching this. If you're on your phone, get out a pad of paper. Instead of actually clicking away and going to another resource, because I'll guarantee you that Mike has several resources as well. Maybe it's a book, maybe it's a website, uh, like reachyourpeaklibrary.com. My, my advice to you is write it down and then visit it later after the show. Why do I say that? Because I've learned from many years of speaking from stage that the magic happens in the room. And if people like during a physical uh, seminar and I'm speaking from stage and I'm about to give that one golden nugget, I know it's a golden nugget because I had presented it many times before. And right at that moment, I see someone in the crowd get up to walk out of the room, maybe to go to the restroom, whatever. And I just think, oh, I feel bad for them. They're going to miss out on what could have changed their life forever. And Mike Lofton is going to be saying many things and you never know. It could be that one thing that could change your life forever. And you took your gaze away to go click and look at another resource that you heard about on the show. So just do yourself a favor. This isn't for me. This is for you. And take notes and then go back and visit those resources later. All right. That is my soapbox moment. Reach your peak library. I had this put together, this website, and I kid you not with you in mind. Here's the thing. I did not read voraciously my whole life. In fact, I'm 56 years old now. And I didn't start reading, like really reading, until I was about 47, so less than a decade. And then I realized, my gosh, this is powerful. This can be life-changing, just reading books. I never thought it could be that powerful. So I began reading and consuming it voraciously. And what I decided to do is start cataloging all of the books that had profound impact on me, either in business life or personal life, or even both. And so I put them here on this website, Every button you see in here goes to Amazon and you can just go grab a book. And the whole purpose of this is for you to find that one next book or that one first book 
You don't need to go through this entire list. Find the first one that jumps off the page and, and resonates with you and go read it. There's no need to waste time. You know, we want to we want to be efficient with our time. We want to be action takers, getting that habit, taking massive, immediate and consistent action. So find a book that jumps off the page. Go click on the button, buy it on Amazon in whatever form you pre you uh, prefer. It could be physical book, hard copy, soft uh, paperback. It could be Kindle, could be Audible. My favorite's Audible. I like to listen, but just do it. Do it uh, quickly. And if you don't see a book on here, find another book from another uh, person that you know, that you know is successful and ask them what's their favorite read. That's that. That is reachyourpeaklibrary.com. My gift to you, literally. Um, that is there not to make money. It's there to give you a resource that you can go to. Speaking of resources you can go to, I think you know where I'm going with this. It's time to bring on the man of the hour. Let's do it right now. It's time for the guest expert spotlight. Savvy, skillful, professional, adept, trained, big league, qualified. And there he is, ladies and gentlemen. It is the one, the only, Mike Lofton. Yes. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the show, my friend. We go way back. I mean, we've been talking for, what, almost 40 minutes, you know? we. We go way through is what I came up with. <laughs> and that's what I love about what I get to do, Mike, is because the people like you that come on the show, it's an instant friendship. I mean, instant. It's like I knew you already. Uh, your father, who's been on this show, same thing. Lloyd, what an amazing guy. Uh, I know you're his son and you love him, but I love him too. Uh, I'm sure he's watching, so don't, don't, don't get his head any bigger than it already is. <laughs> Well, since I'm not his biological son, I'm still, I can do that. And then, you know, if I did that a lot, it'd probably make you suffer, which not wouldn't be a good thing. That's no. okay. <laughs> hey, before we get going, a few pieces of um, housekeeping, I like to call it. And that is, we do have a couple of sponsors. And so you see over Mike's left shoulder on uh, the right side of the screen, if you're watching this live, if you're listening to it on podcast later, there is a logo here that says The Big Insider Secrets, and that's a website, thebiginsidersecrets.com. And if you stay with us live until the end of the show, then you will have the opportunity to enter to win a five-night stay at a five-star resort compliments of The Big Insider Secrets. And that is all run by a very dear friend of mine by the name of Jason Nass. And they have provided this beautiful, unique gift that we get to give away each and every show. It's phenomenal. He's been personally on three of these such vacation stays himself to make sure it was legit. You're not getting whisked away into a timeshare uh, <laughs> meeting of any kind and spend hours of your, your quote unquote vacation, not in vacation learning that. No, it's not that. It's a beautiful, wonderful, um, hassle-free vacation stay. So I hope you stay to the end and, and I hope you win. And there's more. There's more. If you're struggling with putting a live show together and it's overwhelming and you want a lot of the processes done for you while still enabling you to put on a high quality show and connect with great people like Mike Lofton and grow your business all at the same time, then do yourself a favor. Head on over to carpetbombmarketing.com. Carpetbomb Marketing, saturate the marketplace with your message. 
And one of the key components that is contained in the Carpet Bomb Marketing courses, this is one of the components you will learn how to absolutely master, I kid you not, is the very service we use to stream our live shows right here and actually right now on the Mind Body Business Show. And over the course of over nine years now, uh, I and my team have tried many of those quote unquote television studio type uh, solutions, software solutions, et cetera, for live streaming. And I'm here to tell you, StreamYard is the best of the best. It combines supreme ease of use along with unmatched functionality. So you can start streaming high quality professional live shows for free with StreamYard now. So later, head on over to the website you see on the screen if you're watching. For those of you listening, it's ryp.im forward slash stream live, all one word. So ryp.im forward slash stream live. Take note of that, write it down and visit it later because we are now going to get into it with the one and only Mike Lofton, who is here to help to give you the secret to his success. So before we get in, I'm going to formally introduce him and give him the respect he deserves. A living example of achievement, Mike Lofton has taken his experience as a leader in Fortune 500 companies and used it to help new and seasoned entrepreneurs streamline their business strategies, connect with their uh, customers in new ways, and up-level their lives. I like that. Uh, <clears throat> Mike has worked with everyone from the cashier starting their first job, several business owners, lawyers, doctors, and sales professionals in multiple industries throughout the United States. And as my voice starts to leave me, welcome to the show, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's all right, man. It, you, you got the message across. <laughs> <laughs> We're not even close to being done. So everyone watching, this is like a five-hour show, just so you know. I'm kidding. There we go. Oh, this is a vocal ease. It takes a second. <clears throat> It's a throat saver, and yeah, I'll prove it in a minute. <laughs> It'll come back, and that is by a mentor of mine, uh, Mel Cutler, and his wife, Kate, own the company that provides vocal ease. It's on Amazon. I'm not getting paid anything for this. It's just something that if I find something that works, I promote it always, always, not looking for something in return. So, Mike, on to you. We got your bio down. You have a great story. I can't wait to get to that that you were telling me right before the show. And we know kind of your accolades from a high level. And um, the thing is, is I like to go a little bit deeper and find out what really got you where you are successful. And in that, I like to go into the first part of the three pillars of success, and that's mind and mindset. And so for you, getting up every day, knowing there are arduous tasks ahead. There are issues to resolve. There are problems to be solved every single day because entrepreneurs, you know, people think it's super simple once you get it rolling. It actually gets more and more complex as you get more successful. So for you, Mike, what is going on in that big, beautiful brain of yours when you get up in the morning? What is motivating you to serve more people and to crush it even farther each and every day? So for me, motivation comes down to fear. Um, over the course of my career, you know, if you, if you go back to the beginning of me in business, you know, I dropped out of high school when I was 17 and, and got my GED, you know, but we joked earlier that my dad's probably watching. And, uh, you know, the whole premise behind that, I was horrible at math in high school, like horrible. 
dude, if you dropped me in a pre-algebra class right now in high school or college, pick, put me in a pre-algebra class, I will have a nuclear meltdown. Um, but you put me in a business setting, put a PL in front of me, ask me to, to analyze return on investments or increasing profitability, payroll per se, it doesn't matter. I feed off of that stuff. So in high school, uh, it just wasn't for me, man. So I dropped out of high school. Uh, I ended up working at Walmart at 19 as a, a loss prevention associate down in Lake Havasu, Arizona, running around catching shoplifters, you know, having time of my life, making what I thought was good money at the time. And uh, ultimately ended up becoming a store manager at Walmart. And, you know, fear for me through my time at Walmart and later on at Lowe's and then a sales manager at, at a payroll company, it all came down to fear, but I didn't use it in the right way. I, I let that fear stop me from doing what I thought I wanted to do differently, uh, as opposed to that fear to push me from behind. And, and I think over the past couple of years, that's been my motivating factor. Uh, I do not want to turn around and be 70 years old and say, man, I wish I had done this. I wish I wasn't afraid to do something different. And that's not a slam against people that stay in the same company for 30, 35 years. That just wasn't for me. So my motivation is fear. What's going to happen if I don't do this? If I don't come on your podcast, am I going to be upset with myself and, and simply out of fear? Or do I use that fear to understand that this is a step in the process of ultimately getting where I want to be, which is a successful business consultant on a much larger scale than we already are? And I, I guarantee you, if you said, uh, if you didn't come on this podcast, you would have been upset with yourself. Absolutely. I could have come up with a hundred different reasons not to do it. Well, what are people going to think? What if only a few people watch? People are going to think that I suck. That's fear, right? As opposed to, man, this is something that can never be taken away from me. It's an experience that I'm going to be able to use moving forward. But more importantly, me talking about fear, I guarantee there's somebody right now listening saying, I'm afraid to do something different. And this guy's talking exactly the same mindset that they're having right now. Yeah, fear has its way of telling you that your subconscious is basically telling you that that is what you need to do. Yep. It's not what you need to run from. It's what you need to run to. And that's happened so many times. And, you know, going through and becoming NLP certified, Neuro Linguistic Programming certified, that's a huge component of it where we we do discuss and address fear head on. And, and we're not talking that fight or flight kind of fear. We're talking about fear of failure, fear of, of judgment and all those things that go on in everyone's head. That's a human being on this earth. But another way to look at fear is another word is resistance, because that's what it puts into you and your mind and hesitation. And so something you would normally jump at, you're now resisting or hesitating because you're worried about the unknown. What's going to happen if I fail? The only thing that's going to happen if you fail is you're going to get one step closer to success. That's what needs to be rewired in one's brain is to fail and fail often and be good with it. And you know what? You're going to get ridicule from friends and, and family members even that just don't understand what it takes to become successful. And if the only reason there are so few people that have really crushed it is because there are only so few who are willing to go through that, in my humble opinion. Well, here's the thing, though. There's, what, 300 million people on the planet? <laughs> so Susie Q729 on Instagram doesn't like your video. So right. what? Exactly. Uh, it's just, it's not relevant. And that's easy to say. It's a lot harder to do it and put yourself out there and, and start doing what you really want to do. 
if you can figure out how that fear pushes you to get where you want, as opposed to allowing other people's fears of their own failures to be projected onto you, oh, you can't start that business. No one would want to do that. I, I mean, what <clears throat> what happened with Jeff Bezos, right? I mean, when he started Amazon, he was the laughing stock. Who wants to buy books online? Okay, well, how'd that work out, Border Books? You know, <laughs> so if, if he had listened to that negative uh, feedback and used that the fear to say, well, maybe they're right, uh, where would he be today? And that's, you know, that's always a sign to look for when someone, you know, if you have a new idea and you're going after it and you're getting a lot of people saying that'll never work, well, then you're probably down the right, going down the right path. Uh, what is her name? I forgot her name, the, the founder of Spanx. She literally just said this, uh, Sarah, I, I, gosh, I'm sorry. I forget her name. She's uh, married to Jesse Itzler, who's an author whose two books are on my, on my site, uh, reachyourpeaklibrary.com. Amazing. She's been on Shark Tank as well. And she literally just talked about this very topic and said that, you know, had she listened to everyone who told her not to go down this path and build or create these, these seamless pantyhose that every woman on the planet now wears because of her, then she wouldn't be where she is today. And right. just actually the good advice is to listen to those people and then just do the exact opposite of what they're telling you. Do the exact opposite. Right. And, and people do that. I think they, they, they project that negativity out of their own um, insecurity or their own lack of self-esteem. So when you say an idea that you're thinking of doing, you're creating spanks. We'll use that as the example for them, you know, within five, 10 seconds, their own feelings go through their brain of starting an own business. What would that look like? And immediately the response is, well, that's a dumb idea. Why would you want to do that? And you've got to figure out how to navigate through that to, to if you believe in it in yourself, you got to shut all that stuff out. And, and a lot of being an entrepreneur is shutting out people that aren't, aren't supporting you and bringing in people that are saying, yeah, this sounds like a crazy idea, but you may be onto something. Those are the people that you want in your circle. Exactly. You want people like this guy next to me, Mike Lofton, in your circle. I'm not kidding. You want those kind of people in your daily life. Not saying he's available for you to talk to him every day, but you want people like him. So if you find somebody who's willing to mentor you and coach you and help you, as long as you're giving value in return, then by all means, get in those kind of circles. Thank you, Dana, for Sarah Blakely was the name I was looking for. I don't know. Do you know this Dana Moody person? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. I, believe <laughs> <my favorite> <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Dana. I appreciate you uh, straightening me out. I think, I don't even know if I said Sarah, it doesn't matter uh, if I'm right or not. The bottom line is the result and Dana had it. And that's awesome. That's your business partner. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's my and business. So partner. Yep. Dana came up with the result. Mike is all about results. Who wants results out there listening and watching? Everyone should be raising their hand physically yeah. or mentally. And that's all what it's all about. The journey is the journey, but the journey is there for the result. And yeah, you can enjoy the journey. It's fine. Enjoy it because you know what the result is going to be at the end. That's why it's so daggone fun going through all those, those, those stumbling blocks, all the resistance and the hesitation, the speed bumps, everything that goes through your mind that you learn over time to just quickly shuck away. Like you were saying, uh, you know, go the opposite way. It's also true of, with your relationships with certain people is to be okay with firing some of your friends because they can drag you down to their level. They don't want you to succeed because then you won't be hanging out with them and you're going to be out there in their minds driving Lambos and in mansions and they're going to be in their little, you know, two, two room 
uh, apartment or wherever they're at, right? They don't want to be left behind. With that, I mean, last year, my my wife and I had um, some friends that that we hung out with pretty regular. The the dad was my son's baseball coach. Uh, we hung out with them, barbecues. They live in the neighborhood. And last year, when I was working on a consulting thing, uh, an issue came up. It was a Sunday. We were supposed to be barbecuing at my house, and I'm in the backyard on the phone. You know, I've got my my AirPod in, and I'm I'm dealing with a pretty serious issue that could have turned into a legal problem. And I'm, I'm coaching the CEO through that. And, you know, a couple of days later, I invited those same people and another neighbor back over to the house. And, you know, he had made some snide comment in the text message about, well, why would you invite us back over? You're just going to be on your phone the whole time. I immediately cut ties with them. And I, and I knew he was trying to be funny, but at the same time, my other friend that was over said, Hey dude, we're going to go home. Appreciate the invite. I know you got a lot going on. And then he called me an hour later to check on me to see how things went, right? Completely blew up the whole barbecue. But my friend checked on me and said, dude, I understand things happen. You got to do what you got to do to be successful. Somebody else that, you know, was more of an acquaintance than a friend wanted to talk trash. Well, I, I don't need that in my, in my life. Yeah. I need people around me that are going to understand, hey, this dude's pushing to do something. I need to support it even if that negatively, you know, impacts a barbecue, right? It's just, uh, you got to have those people in your life that are going to be there no matter what, uh, even when it's uncomfortable. Yeah. The people that support you and lift you up, it doesn't have, I mean, a barbecue, it doesn't matter what the situation is. It's, you know, what is their mindset? Like they're, they're there to tear you down to make them look better. That's the, that's the bottom line. Right. Uh, Catherine Grunberg said me because we were asked i was asking who wants results that's when she raised her hand and uh it sounds like she knows you as well because i'll bring that up in a second and then there's this guy you may you may know uh first name lloyd uh he said this guy sounds like he was raised right <laughs> oh lord this is this is the equivalent of your dad standing up at a at a school function and yelling louder than everybody else <laughs> <laughs> i love it uh, yeah you're so blessed to have such a supportive loving dad and i know you know that we were talking about it in all seriousness uh, before the show so thanks lloyd for coming on i appreciate you so much you've been such a great support uh and then here's what uh catherine also said one month coaching with mike and the lofton approved team that's the name of his company lofton approved has already added so much value to my business, exceeded my business goals this month. There's the results, ladies and gentlemen. And she was not paid, at least not by me, to come on the show and say that. I know it wasn't by Mike either. Uh, then we have, oh my goodness. Yes, so, and Dana, business partner, thank you so much, Kathy. We love to hear that from people we help. Yeah, and tell me about that, Mike. I mean, a lot of people are driven by different things. Uh, one is money, one is uh, serving others. But when you hear feedback of people that you are able to have impact on in their lives, is that not like the greatest feeling on the planet, no matter how much money resulted from it in your pocket? It's awesome, man. And, and it's for me, it's always been that way. Uh, if, if, if I'm mentoring somebody because uh, they want to get promoted or they're trying to make a career transition, when you for me, it's personal you know, we talked about my, my past earlier when we first got on, but man, I spent years miserable making a ton of money. I mm. mean, when you're, when you're 25 making, you know, well over six figures, that's great. But then when you start to move through life and you're like, well, cool, I made 150,000 this year, I made 200 grand this year, but I hate going to work. Yeah. I, 
it's it's a miserable feeling. So when you see stuff like what Kathy just put, who's working on her own social media management project and and supporting people online through building websites and that type of stuff, SEO, you know, all that fun stuff that goes on that I don't understand. It's all it's all German to me. Um, to see a comment like that is is somebody going from one situation to another on their journey. And every step that you can be a part of that, it, to me, is just ecstatic because I know what it feels like. I know what it feels like to go, hey, I want to get to this point and what a crappy road it can be sometimes to get there. Yeah, you know how wonderful it feels and you want that same feeling for others. Absolutely. And that's what I love about what I get to do on this show because people like you, Mike, and every one of my guest experts are the same way in that manner where it's about serving others. It's about helping others. Yep. And it's rarely, the topic is rarely ever centered around the concept of just money. The, and now one thing I want to make clear to everyone that money is necessary. It is important. But if your primary focus is on money and making money, it's just history has shown that your business, whatever you happen to be in, is going to be short lived. It's yeah. not going to last. Your passion won't be there. There'll be so many reasons. If you are going service and heart centered first, it will last much, much longer and become much more successful. Will it take time? Yes. Will it be worth it? Oh, yeah. Ask, ask this right. guy. <laughs> it's you're a hundred percent right, Brian. And and I just got done with a a consulting thing that honestly really upset me that ended um, and made me sad to a certain extent that it ended because it was your example that you just gave. The owner was so focused on making money mm. that everything else in between was, was just a dog and pony show. The employees weren't being taken care of. The clients were being taken care of. And everything was this rat race to increase profit and that's great. It's business. Trust me, at Walmart and Lowe's, if I wasn't increasing profit, I would have been a store manager. But you have to do it in a sustainable way. And every everything that I've seen working with business owners, if all they're focused on is, I want to make another 100 grand this year, they're probably going to make 50,000 less than they're making right now because they're not focused on the entire picture to get to that 100 grand. And that's that's disappointing when you see it, especially when it's a good idea or the business owner came up with with this concept that you're just like, holy crap, this can be huge. And then their their short sightedness on money, it ruins it. And it's it's sad to watch it happen. It really that's is the word sad. Definitely. Yeah. It's like another way for for those that might be stuck. Look, Mike started at some point. I started at some point when we first start out. We are absolutely money centric because we got to make money to pay the bills. Right. Oh. And that's okay. Everyone goes through that phase. And once you start getting to that, okay, I've got a stable thing going here and I'm getting some profit and income and I'm getting a little more comfortable financially. Now you're, you're going to naturally flow. Most people do into serving and being there for others. Cause that's really where the sweet spot is. Uh, and if you can start out with that mindset, even better. Uh, it, it's, it's just the way to go. And I think I, my humble belief is we were all put on this planet to help each other, not to, you know, gnash at each other and smack each other and, and, you know, talk them down at barbecues. It's, right. it's there to lift people and help people. 
and be there for people. Um, I don't know. I, I just think the world, you know, there's, this sounds a little there's like, enough of that negativity right now, dude. Uh, there, yeah. There's enough of that nonsense. And, and as entrepreneurs and business owners, it, your goal should be trying to help the next person because even if you want to be selfish about it, you helping them, you'll learn something. That's so true. You're going to learn uh, and you're going to grow, right? You're going to learn stuff about yourself right. that will help you to go even higher and help more people. That's what this is all about. I hope Mike Lofton makes as much boatloads of money as he possibly can. He and uh, Dana together as a company, I hope they just absolutely crush it. Why would I hope that? You know, it's like, oh, those rich people. Well, I look at people like Mike and Dana and say, they are those people that will take that wealth and convert it into helping more people. Absolutely. They'll spread it farther and wider. I want their financial growth to be exponential. They'll, right. they'll build bigger teams. They'll scale. They will impact more lives in a positive manner. So bless Mike and Dana and their company. And let's just rain the cash down on so that they can go out and make the change in the world that they came here to do. Right. That, that's that's our goal, man. And I think, uh, you know, entrepreneurs that are listening, people, it's easy to get caught up in what other companies or your competitors are not doing well. Right. That's easy to do. The, the problem with that is, again, it's short sighted. When I was running big box stores, I always went to the other stores within the same company. Even if I knew I was merchandise better than them, I had better customer experience or whatever the metric or KPI was. Even though I knew I was better than that store, I still went there because I wanted to find things that they were better at so I could bring that back to my store. So the more that I'm bringing back that someone else is doing well, don't be short-sighted in thinking, oh, well, you know, this pool company, you know, we're kicking their butts all over the place. For now, you are, uh, you know, that, that may be a reality, but what are they doing that is better than you? And then how do you adapt to that? Because that's like crucial foundation of being a business owner or an entrepreneur is adaptability and understanding that the, the landscape is going to change. Brian, two years ago, who would have thought this COVID stuff? And how many small businesses closed because of it and restaurants closed? And, and I use the analogy of, of think back to the big days with Circuit City. Who shopped at Circuit City lately? Nobody, because it doesn't exist. Because they chose not to adapt. So now with social media and the internet and the constant changing environments that businesses are operating in, you have to be willing to adapt. And sometimes that means looking at your competitor and going, and they're doing better than me in this category or in this area. I need to figure out how to get a leg up on that so you can stay competitive and stay in front of the customers that you want to retain. I, I agree, Catherine. So valuable and on point. There's no doubt. <clears throat> excuse me. I don't know what's going on with my throat today. This is weird. Um, it's like, you know, when you talk about looking at your competitors or those that you know, you're already doing better than it's like, you know, taking that lump of coal and getting the diamond out of it. Right. <clears throat> it's finding that diamond within what looks like just a lump of nasty, you know, stain ridden coal. <laughs> That's going to get you all dirty. But it just reminds me of a, a story, a very quick one that I went to um, witness a speaker. He had a two day event. And the way that this person treated the crowd was deplorable. It was 
unbelievable, Mike. I was blown away that this was happening. But the thing is, he did some things during those two days. I thought that was effective and it was not in an icky way. I can use that. Absolutely. And when you can get past the superficial, the surface of all the things you don't like about something, and you can start pulling out the gems, the diamonds, and then utilize that going forward. I literally, so this is back, I was telling you before the show, Mike, I was the lead trainer for my mentor, and I trained one half of his events, one day of his two-day events. And I took this idea back and I said, hey, man, I just learned this really cool approach, this technique. What do you think about my implementing it in the intro and in the, in the, you know, when we frame the whole event? And he said, yeah, let's do it. I explained the whole thing to him and right. I've used it ever since. And it was a positive thing. So I totally resonate with you on that to say, yeah, go to your competitors, go to those who you already are, know you're better than, uh, even if they're a team member, they're your own store branch. Uh, yep. um, but find out there's always, isn't there always, always, a way to improve where we are today. Absolutely. And, and and if you don't think there is, your business is already dead. And maybe next year, maybe five years from now, it, 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 I can't tell you the timeline, but if you don't think that you can do better or you don't think that you can learn from your customer or from your competitors, you're dead. I mean, there's just no other way to put it. Um, and, and that's the, that's the adaptability and the self-awareness of being a small business owner is you have to be self-aware enough to know, Hey, I'm not good at this, or I'm not, uh, proficient in this part of running a business. You need to be able to admit that and then get people on your team that are, Ooh, um, you just said it. I was waiting for that. What's he that? Say, ladies and gentlemen, Mike didn't say, go out and learn how to do it. What did no. he say instead? Go out and find somebody who can do it. That is gold, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you weren't clicking away on something right there. That is the gold, is to delegate to those who already have the skills that you have not yet developed. And that will get you so much farther. Oh, thank you for saying that. I gave you the example, and I, and I mentioned it earlier. I'm horrible at academic math. Like, again, if you put me in a pre-algebra class right now, Brian, you're going to have to send an ambulance. It's, it's not going to be good, okay? So what, what am I going to do? Am I going to go get online and take all these courses to go from being crap at, at pre-algebra to, okay, I got a C in pre-algebra. That same exact time that I spent and effort that I exerted doing that, if I went and spent that on something that I'm already passionate about or good at, what's the ROI going to be on that? I mean, <laughs> it, it's a no brainer. So understanding where your weaknesses are and then going and finding people that are going to do that for you. It, 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 it's interesting to me sometimes where again, as entrepreneurs, I get it, man. We, we created this, we created this company, we created this idea. That's, that's only sustainable to a certain point. There's only enough bandwidth in that. If you started a company five years ago, things are drastically different in every sense of business than it was five years ago. So I've, I've talked to, to entrepreneurs and business owners that they're like, I spend eight hours a month processing payroll because I know how to do it. Cool. Let's think about that. That eight hours that you're sitting down processing payroll and timesheets or whatever it, it may look like, that's eight hours you could have spent on marketing, engaging with your, your employees, engaging with your customers, doing market real. Like that is eight hours of your time. And what I tell entrepreneurs is what is your average hourly rate as an entrepreneur or a business owner? 
and it's the truth. If if you're making X amount of money a year, you have an average hourly rate. And if you're spending that money doing things that other people can do for you, so you have the time and the bandwidth to grow the company, man, that's that's worth its weight in gold. I literally just went through this today, uh, Mike, and it, it was actually a combination of yesterday and today where I'm in a rebuild process. I'm, I'm migrating. It's a, it's a very complex uh, thing to discuss, but suffice it to say, there's a lot of moving pieces to it. And I'm primarily doing all of it just because I have the knowledge to do it. And I finally, after digging so deep, found a piece to carve out and hand off to a team member and literally just created a training video right before this show. I am not kidding. Right before this show. When you handed it off, how did it feel? Oh, liberating. I went down to my, and and spoke to my wife. I had like 15 minutes before I was going to come on with you right before the show. And I just told her all about it. I said, oh my God, I feel so good uh, that I found, I was looking hard, Mike. I wanted something to offload because it's so complex. It would have taken me far longer to train it than I could have finished it five times. You know what right. I mean? You know what I'm saying? So there are times when it, it, it is that way, but always be looking for the solution to outsource the stuff you shouldn't be working on. I should not be doing that one piece and think, goodness, I'm not going to be. And I can concentrate on a much, much harder stuff that I'm really good at to finish it and finish it quickly. So I can move this, this beast of a wonderful machine I've got going forward. So I'm, I'm right there right now. It's a uh, great advice. Good. Yeah. It's, and it's liberating. Like you said, once you're like, Oh my gosh, I've, I don't have to do that anymore. Yeah. Uh, yeah, now go spend that time and energy developing your team or, or helping your sales staff or yeah. whatever it is that's actually going to grow your business. Well, when it comes to a team, how important is it to you, Mike, to have an actual team that fits, you know, good team members? I mean, what do you look for in people when you're looking for someone else to add to your team to, you know, help offset those those kinds of tasks that you should not be doing? I think first thing is personality. Um mm. A lot of people don't realize that, you know, you apply for a job and you don't get it and you 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 think you checked all the boxes. Um, but a lot of the times uh, it's the personality piece of it. You, you may have all the experience and check all their boxes, but that hiring manager or that business owner is like, man, they're not going to get along with the team. Right. Like that's a reality of it. It doesn't mean that you suck. It doesn't mean anything negative. It, it's the personality. So that's number one for me is. I'm pretty open. Uh, I'm transparent. I'm blunt. Uh, I need people on my team that can understand that that's not directed towards them. That that's that's my operation. Um, and then two, the skill set. I don't want people that have the same skill set as me. I want people that have a completely different skill set. Because if I if I surround myself and I have a team of Mike Loftons. I'm going to be stagnant pretty quick. I'm going to be happy because everything's happening exactly the way I want it. And, and they're going to be doing exactly, you know, the way that Mike Lofton would do it or Lofton approved. Um, but the flip side of that is that's teachable. Like you can teach people your expectations. And, and, and I tell people, you, you teach people how to treat you. Right. I mean, that's, that's a reality. So I can teach people how to operate within the organization um, but I need them to have skill sets that maybe is lacking currently, as opposed to just another person that fits in with the team. So those are the two. It's the personality and then it's the skill set. 
I love that. Uh, and, you know, if there were just a team of Mike Loftons, who's going to do the pre-algebra? I mean, come on. I, listen, I need somebody <laughs> to do that type of stuff. Absolutely. <laughs> and, and it's so cool because I'm bringing on lots and lots of people. Uh, it's it's a long story, but I, I go through apprentices that help me. And they're only with me for three months at a time. It's known the day they start, their termination date is known. It's okay. already, it, they're not going to make any money from it. They're going to learn experience from it. And I learned how to pick people by creating a system. Go figure, it's it's automated. Uh, hint, hint, wink, wink. But one of the, if they get through this system, which will take them an additional time beyond what they had to do to apply to get into this whole uh, matchmaking service, if you will, to begin with, then I know already that they're a fit. Right. It's just proven it. And there are other things that I look for as well. It's mindset, it's drive. I don't look for experience anymore. Uh, right. One of my first apprentices who came on who had very, very, very little um, experience in video editing, and she wanted to learn it. And she had this insatiable drive, Mike. And I've gone through about 27 apprentices now uh, over the course of two years. And by far, she was the best video editor I have ever had. And she had this much skill in it. So skill doesn't always equal great employee or nope. team member. It's right. what you said, personality. I think that encapsulated it real well because that includes mindset. That includes drive. That includes, you know, and, and look at their resume. My God, if they don't even capitalize their letters of their first and last name, I'm like, you're done. I don't even, I don't even turn the page. Right. There's no attention to detail at right. all. How are you going to do it when you come into my company? Uh -uh. Right. You know, and if their description, their open little uh, blurb is, you know, one sentence long instead of some that do maybe a paragraph, I'm like one sentence. You didn't feel you need to spend enough time to explain who you are. Then no, you know, there's all these little intangibles uh, that I love. I love that part of it. You know, the sifting and sorting because it's gotten it down to where it's really fast for me, really right. fast. But see, you you went through the experience of figuring it out. You created a system that that works for you. Right. Um, and, and that's kudos to you because that that's not easy to do, especially in a fast paced environment where, you know, that's what creates turnover and, and attrition in, in your employees is you're so focused on the right now, you've come up with a great plan that is helping you think long-term as opposed to just hiring somebody because you need a video editor. And then two weeks later, you find out they're no good. So you get rid of them and it's just this revolving door. You've got a system in place, which is great. I mean, that's every entrepreneur should be thinking of something like that. I'm really excited because I'm going to be able to build a massive team of my own that I'm going to use the same exact technique. And this has been like a big trial period for me. Uh, uh -huh. I'm developing leadership skills beyond where I started by far uh, by working with these. I'm, wor I'm learning what works with leading people versus what doesn't. Um, I'm learning that positive reinforcement is so much more powerful than negative. <laughs> I knew that from day one when I was a kid, uh, coach, when I was a, a teenager coaching kids in sports that positive reinforcement i could take uh lesser um gifted athlete athletic kids and beat the the bejeebers out of very gifted athletic teams who had a coach that just would beat on them for every little mistake they perceived to be a mistake so it's just learned so much from life that you know when you when you learn it and then you apply it then you get to see the rewards from it you want me want me to give you two things about leadership absolutely can't versus won't Oh yeah. I'm a, I'm a firm believer in that. So 
once you have an employee in your organization, everything comes down to can't or won't. And as a leader, if your employee can't do something, it's your fault. So can't boils down to they can't do it because they don't have the tools, the resources, the training, the experience. Think of all the can'ts that that go on in, in a daily business. It sucks, but it's true. It's your fault. If you if your employee can't do their job, it's because of you that didn't that didn't provide it. Now, won't is a whole different thing. And so how do you know if it's a won't? Well, if you've seen them do it at least one time the way you expect them to do it, then you know they can. And then if they're not doing it, it's because they won't do it, which now you got to dig a little bit deeper to find out what's the won't. Um, but it took me a while to get my mind wrapped around that. And and leadership that was on my team, they'd, they'd be frustrated with an employer. They'd, you know, uh, Susie isn't doing this the way that she's supposed to. And I would respond, well, was it can't versus won't? They'd be like, oh, let me go find out, right? And then they'd come back, well, she can't do that because she didn't have the new sign into the system. I'm like, listen, you can't jump to just assuming that that people suck because people don't come to work and want to do a bad job. I mean, human beings do not wake up in the morning and go, you know what? <laughs> I feel like doing a crappy job today at work. I mean, it it may it may evolve into that out of spite or whatever the, the issue be, but at the core of, of humans, we want to please other people. And in the, and in the workforce, we want to please our boss. We want to feel good about ourselves. We want to do a good job. So man, step back and understand as a leader, if somebody isn't doing their job because it can't, that's you, you got to get involved, figure out what the solution is and get them to the point where they can. If it's a won't, that's a whole different conversation that, that you've got to work yourself through. Yeah. And I love that. I resonate wholeheartedly with that. And that's where the leader is what I call taking cause for the situation, taking responsibility. Uh, and in the beginning, when you first start doing this, it's kind of a, a smack on your ego, mm -hmm. isn't it? In the beginning. And then when you do it several times, you realize the result is much greater if you do it. And the ego just doesn't care anymore. You just say, this is the right thing to do. And yep. so it's it's a, it's a like exercising. You know, you're exercising different parts of your brain, of your mindset. And the more you can be at cause about everything in life, period, not just with employees, but with your, your spouse, with your kids, with your loved ones, whoever. Absolutely. The more you can take responsibility, a, a position of responsibility. It doesn't mean it's your fault necessarily, no. like outright. But could you somehow be responsible for that situation being there? And when you get that and you really understand that and integrate that into your being, then life gets so much easier in so many ways. I just know this from experience and, and I can tell you do uh, as well, Mike. It's, it's true, man. I've, I remember when I was 22 ish at, at Walmart as an assistant manager, man. And I, I feel bad to this day. If I could remember the employee's name, I would love to get a hold of her. I'm serious. Um, but man, we, we needed people to go outside and push shopping carts. And I was this, you know, firecracker assistant manager that was trying to show off. So I'm rounding up people to go outside and, and grab shopping carts, it's 110 degrees outside here in Vegas. And I walk up to this uh, employee and I say, hey, I need you outside to push carts. And she said to me, I can't do it. Now, I didn't understand the concept of can't versus won't back then, okay? She said, I can't, and I didn't even listen to her. I laid into her, but you won't argue with me. I'm the manager, da, 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 da. She ran off crying. I said, well, I got to go push carts. The next day, the store manager called me in the office, and he said, what the hell happened yesterday? And I said, well, what are you talking about? 
So was there an issue with carts? I said, no, I went out. I got people to go outside. And he said her name. And to this day, I feel horrible about it. He said, did you know she was pregnant? Uh, yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. Like, I was so caught up on my role yeah. that I didn't listen to her can't. And her can't was, I can't push carts because I'm in a high-risk presidency. It's 115 degrees outside. If I had just said, well, hey, what's going on? it would have been a totally different outcome. It took me months to work through that problem through the store. Cause guess what word traveled around to 600 people. Uh, Mike's an a-hole. He made so-and-so go outside and push shopping carts. So uh, it's, it's the, it's the, it's the journey you go through, but it doesn't make it any easier when you think back to things that man, you just totally screwed up. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if we could go back and do go backs and take backs and, you know, reach out to people. We all have that. We all have regrets. I think we're all human and we jump to conclusions, uh, you know, and, and it can depend on so many factors and we, we are our own worst critic and the hardest on ourselves. But, you know, the fact that you have this reaction that just tells the essence of you, Mike, and um, I think you have everyone's permission to say, let it go. And she's, I'm sure she's fine now. And your intentions weren't that way. And we all know that. No, uh, you just didn't know. And we've all done this, every one of us. And 13 years ago, you know, there, I've learned yeah. a lot then. But those, I think it's important as, as an entrepreneur and a business owner to, to think back to, man, what are situations that happened to you? What are situations that you inflicted on other people and, and learn from them and make sure that as you move forward, you're creating the environment that, that you want your people to feel safe in? Yeah, and it's, it's important to re- recognize that people you know, life gets in the way sometimes life happens. And oftentimes when someone reacts to you personally and you take offense to it, it's, it's never personal. It's right. because they have something going on in their life. That's bothering them. Uh, most often uh, there's a great book by Don Miguel Ruiz called the four agreements. And one of the agreements is don't take anything personal because most nearly every time it's not personal. Right. And that's, that's on both sides, uh, bad or good. So it's a, these are great. Um, my gosh, uh, I want to learn more about your business because I just looked at the clock and I can't believe it. I did say we're going to go five hours. Maybe I meant it. Um, but we're getting close to the end already, which I cannot believe. Uh, but what I want to do is find more about your business and um, what your target market is and, and what kind of people you help and serve. Dilusia. There we go. Oh, there we go. All right. Yeah. So what I want to do is find out more about your business, Mike, uh, in the short minutes we have, I, I just was checking the clock and I'm like, wow, we're almost at the end already. Uh, but, and we haven't even discussed your business directly. And I really want people to know what you do, um, you and your partner and so that they can have an avenue to reach out and say, maybe you could be a fit for them. So sure. if you wouldn't mind, I want to pull up your website and just give people an idea of what it is you guys do. Who's your target market? Um, and what kind of problems you guys solve for people, uh, if that's okay with you. Yeah, absolutely. Let's do it. Cool. Cool. So our, our company is Lofton approved. Uh, it's a play on a phrase that, that kind of followed me around through my career where people, uh, didn't want to come to me with a completed project or completed idea unless it was Lofton approved. So that's just kind of stuck. And our goal and mission is to help business owners be Lofton approved. So, whether it's a startup needing assistance with uh, securing SBA loans, uh, getting business licenses, going through tax planning, all that type of stuff, we can 
start there with startups all the way up to company strategy and full-blown HR support. Uh, we love going in and doing uh, group trainings and exercises in sales organizations. And really like what you got here on the screen with Brittany at Patriot Exhibit Services, man, she was you know growing just at this massive rate last year and needed help with just organizational structure. So uh, policies, procedures, employee handbooks, you know, that's kind of uh, my partner, Dana, that's kind of her side of it. And then my side is the business piece of coming in and analyzing a uh, review on, on investments and uh, increasing profitability and corporate structure, those type of things. So really from complete startup up to, you know, several hundred employees, we, we can absolutely come in and, and assist small business owners with really any concern that they have going on. And what we're noticing right now, and the thing that we're getting contacted about the most is restructuring. Uh, you, you know, as an entrepreneur and a business owner, last year, you had to change your entire business model for the most part. Your employees were working remotely, your, your sales organization changed, how you receive leads changed. Well, now we're in 2021 and things are starting to open back up. Well, now what's going to have to happen? You have to do it all over again but in a different dynamic because there's still gonna be some residual from 2020 that's gonna change the way that your company is structured. So that's really what Dane and I do and we love doing it, um, going in and, and helping small business owners get the results that they need today. Fantastic. And the best way to get a hold of you guys, what is that? Uh, Lofton Approved, head to the website, go to loftonapproved.com. Uh, you can schedule a free 15 minute consultation to chat about whatever it is you wanna chat about. Uh, that's the easiest way. Or you can email me direct, Mike at Lofton Approved or Dana at LoftonApproved.com. And Dana is D-A-Y-N-A? That is correct. Let me make sure we get that. And I wanted to put it up. You said to contact you. Okay, I see it. So I just want to show people uh, that are watching. So they go to the contact us link on your website. Is that true? That's correct. And just click on that. There it is. Schedule consultation. You heard it. 15 minutes oh. free. Find out if you're a fit or if they can help you. Absolutely. And there it is, everything, the phone number, his uh, email address, talk to Mike or Dana. And uh, the one thing you said before we came on uh, that really rung with me, I like that, was that you said you rarely, if ever, have to outsource anything because you have access to every resource you need. Yeah, one of the benefits of working with us is everything is in-house. And everything meaning you can't make a business change. If you've got more than two or three employees, you can't make a business change without affecting your employees. And, and what we're noticing that people are going through is they're working with a, a consultant, but it's it's a one facet or maybe it's two facet. Well, with us, if we're gonna help you make a, a business change, you're also gonna have the person there that's gonna help with HR. Tax planning, CPA, securing SBA loans. We have a CPA that we work with. Uh, social media management, website design. We have somebody that we work with. So really it's not necessary for people to contact us and then have to go contact five other people. We're going to put you in contact with those people that we trust that work with our clients to make sure that that client's having a great experience with all facets of what they may need to, to transition through. You're kind of like a, the, the business version of a building contractor. Yeah, that, that is true. We, we call it, we kind of joke around internally. It's a you know business in a box, right? We've, we've got the box and we want to get your business in it. And that's great that it can all funnel through the same entry point so that there's that continuity that's going on. The communication is improved. And I'm saying this because most usually go into all these disparate services that have nothing to do with each other and don't communicate together because they don't want to. <laughs> They're not part of the same end game. And I love the way you guys have assembled. 
And and so Mike has has just solved any issue that anyone might have about not having all the skill sets necessary to get a business thriving. He's got access to all the skill sets you need, including himself and his his partner. And there you go. Uh, what is Correct. that worth? Well, that's going to depend on that conversation between you and Mike and Dana. And if you're a fit and that's I'll tell you right now, uh, it's one thing I learned over time, Mike, was if something doesn't cost very much, it, you usually get about that much in value uh, yeah. in return. If you don't put skin in the game, it's very likely you will not get much from the result. I have no idea, none, what you guys charge. I hope it's a large amount of money because the results you're getting for people, we just had one on, on the air live that I didn't talk to beforehand. You didn't talk to beforehand. She's on here singing your praises. The results are there. And right. you've got you know the lineage, my God, with Lloyd. You've got an incredible father who's helped along the way as well. So there's no right. doubt in my mind the results are there. So whatever Mike is charging, and he'll have that talk with you guys and say, well, where are you now? And this is the ROI we can get you. I just So, Mike, I just went through a thing where I went – this was a lofty thing, but the guarantee was I will get $1 million in sales and it will cost me $250,000 for their services. Okay. What, what part of no brainer is there a no brainer about that? Right. Yeah. I will trade 250 K for a million every day from Sunday, all day, multiple times. I'm like, can I do this more than once? You know, it's like, let's, right. you know, so that's the kind of discussion. It doesn't, it's not about how much it costs. It never is about how much it costs. It's about what is the result going to be at the end that will, Mike won't give you this service unless it gives you the result that will far surpass any fees they've collected. And it may not be immediate. It's going to take time. It's going to take investment. Then good. Right. When you invest, you're going to put some sweat equity on your end because this is a two, it's not just Mike going to do everything for you. It, no. it never works that way, but you'll I'm, be there every step of the way and he's going to help you. And all you got to do is follow his lead, his and uh, Dana's lead. And you know what? Results are there. Yeah. And I, I think more importantly, what is important is, is paying for uh, the experience. So you don't have to go through the same roadblocks, you know, um, yeah. I've already been through them, whether it's in the corporate space, helping startups. Uh, you know, I was the chief operating officer for a social media management company here in town that went from the owner's garage to, you know, over 200 employees. Uh, man, I, I had to live some pretty uncomfortable things to go through that. So uh, I love being able to help business owners not have to go through some of the same uncomfortable situations. I already did it. Let me help you navigate around that because it's not fun sometimes. Yeah, and like I was saying in the onset, it's better to delegate than it is to try to reinvent the wheel. And Absolutely. why go through that pain when you don't have to? Uh, all it takes is some skin in the game. And and again, the results will far surpass whatever investment that you're going to put in initially. Um, I have one question I like to leave the show with, Mike. We've already gone over three minutes, which I'm glad we're not in any kind of network or we'd be shut down already. Uh, this is the beauty of live on, on these uh, venues. Uh, but, uh, you know, out of respect for everyone watching and listening, out of respect for you, your dad, who's still commenting. Um, <laughs> uh, what I like to do is ask this one final question. I do this with every guest expert who's been on the show, and I found it to be very profound in the results, you know, the, the answers that came back. And it's really cool because, you know, some people, it takes them a moment. And there's dead air time. That's okay. Okay. Um, some get it immediately. That's okay too. Uh, but the, the interesting thing is that it, it, it also can be a little bit personal. 
And it's just, it's been a profound experience for me to ask this question and, and witness the answers that come back. And I can't wait for yours. But before we do that real quick, I promised everyone at the onset of this uh, show that they could uh, find a way to win that five night vacation stay at a five night or a five star resort. And yeah. I'm a man of my word. So I keep my promises. And so let's do that right now real quick. And so in the beginning, I said, take notes and don't take your gaze from the show. But now I think Mike would agree that we'll give you permission for just a moment to pull out that smartphone and bring up your text messaging app and just do the following where you would actually type in the name of the person you are going to uh, text instead type in this phone number and that is and you want to write this down because i'm going to uh, leave this quick and get back to mike for the big question so write this down 314-665-1767 and put that in where you would type in the name of the person you're going to text and then where you would actually type the message you know where the emojis go no emojis necessary here instead type in two words separated by a hyphen or a dash if you prefer. And those two words are peak, P-E-A-K, dash, vacation. Altogether, peak, dash, vacation. Go ahead and do that right now. And then be sure to check your phone quickly after you do that. You will get an automated response asking for one more piece of information. And that will be your email address because our automated system will then alert the winner through email uh, of the fact that they won and, and the next steps to take to get that five night vacation stay at a five star re luxury resort compliments of the big insider secrets. My buddy, Jason Nast and his company. I'm so grateful to them for making this available. All right. Back to the man of the hour. Yes, sir. Hour plus now. <laughs> yes. So are you ready for this, Mike? I'm ready. Uh, of course you're ready. There, here's the cool thing about it. Uh, when it comes to the answer, there's actually no such thing as a wrong answer. It just flat out doesn't exist. Okay. Uh, the cool thing is that just the opposite is true. The only correct answer is yours. And that is truly the only thing that makes us personal. Isn't that cool? And uh, again, it may take you some time. That's okay. Whatever it takes for you is perfect uh, because it's your answer. It doesn't okay. matter. It's, it's going to be your show in a minute after I ask the question. Okay. So you can do what you want with it. I'm ready. Let's <laughs> you go. Have the, you have the power. Let's do it. As Arnold would say, the power. All right, here we go. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. Mike Lofton, how do you define success? Define success. All right. Uh, I would define success by your ability to separate the micro and the macro. So what I mean by that is from a macro standpoint, you know that this is your goal and this is where you want to get to, no matter what that looks like. If you already own a business, this is where you want to be. If you're thinking about starting a business, you know where you want to be. The micro is understanding that it's a process to get there. So for me, I know where I want to be. And I know that I want Lofton Approved to be the top business transformation company in the country. But in order to get there, we have to execute the micro things each day with small goals that will ultimately get us where we want to be. And as long as we're doing that, and as long as I'm doing the things necessary, that's successful because it will get me to that macro goal. Mm. 
Mm -mm. I love what I get to do so much <laughs> because of responses like that. And it, it, here's the interesting thing, Mike. This is, I don't know, show 141, 142, uh, 141, 142, somewhere around there. And no two people yet have answered that the same exact way. That's awesome. It blows my mind. And so with your permission, and I'll, I'll ask it again when I'm at that point, what I'd like to do is compile the answers of past guests and put them into books. Sure. And so it'll be a compilation. And I've already got the dot com for anyone out there, but it's called How Do You Do How Do You Define Success? I haven't there's no website there yet. I just have the dot com. And uh that'll be a book that it will be a collaborative of you and so many other amazing people before you. Uh yeah. there may be several books. I don't know how big this thing's gonna end up being with uh the transcribed word, but it's it's phenomenal. I appreciate you. And I mean that I appreciate you for who you've become, uh, for Lloyd, for being a great dad and helping you along the way. Yeah. Oh, Catherine, biz edit. Boom. The biz edit. The biz. Yep. Yeah, that was a boom moment for sure. All right. Well, I'm going to allow you to do one more thing if you're OK with it. And that is for anyone out there that let's say they're a budding entrepreneur. They're they're looking toward you know what, I, this whole working for other people is not working for me. I really want to break out on my own. And if they're about to embark and they're at that moment and a grizzled veteran like you, Mike, who's been through the highs, the lows, many more lows than highs in the beginning, yep. what would you say to them as a piece of advice that if you were that person back when you were young, would love to hear and follow and it would have taken a lot of the pain away from your, your journey? What kind of advice would you give that new budding entrepreneur? I'd say get your house right. And what I mean by get your house right is get your personal house right. Mm. Uh, if you are living in a $300,000 house, uh, but you're okay living in a $1,700 a month apartment, move into the apartment. If you've got friends around you that are worried about going out and partying and doing all the things that's going to take away your time to get where you want to be, that macro that I just talked about, you got to get your house right and you got to make sure that you've got people around you that are not going to allow you to get off track because as you go through this, it's painful. It is excruciating painful to go through the highs and lows. And if you're worried about flossing on Instagram, if you're worried about all these other things to impress people that don't even like themselves, because that's the, that's the reality is a lot of people don't even like themselves. So why are you worried about impressing them? Get your house right, put your head down for five years, and you will not be disappointed with what the end result is. Boom. Get your house right in five years. I love both of those. It does take time. There is no, um, there's no like drive through instant. Nope. There's no instant food. It's not going to happen. There's no fast no food. Sure. There's no fast business. There's no fast success unless you win the lottery. And then most people will just self-sabotage and spend it all anyway. So- exactly. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate you for coming on. You've been phenomenal. I knew it. Uh, you know, my gosh, with the lineage you have, how could you not be? Uh, appreciate you so much. Uh, and everyone who came on, the supporters um, that came on to, to speak good words that are we know are true and integrity based. And appreciate all of you for coming on as well. And look, all of you listening on podcast after the fact, uh, appreciate you spending the time. This is time well spent. I know this from hosting this show for now nearly three years that each and every time I personally learn something new and 
empowering to take me to another level. That is why my business is booming presently because of people like Mike, because I am a product of the product. When I say take notes and learn from them, model them, I do that very thing. And so appreciate you once again, Mike, for giving such great value. Everyone reach out to him, find out if he's a fit for you and your business. Don't make the mistakes. There's no need to that both Mike and I have made and so many before. Go to somebody who's been through it, who can get you through those trying times, who has the resources available to, you know, do all of those things and those skill sets that you most likely do not have, because I don't know anyone human that does have all of those skill sets uh, mastered. And uh, so what a great resource and what a great person, Mike. Appreciate you beyond words. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, Brian. It was fun, man. I appreciate it. All right. On behalf of this amazing guy named Mike Lofton, I am your host, Brian Kelly of the Mind Body Business Show. That's it for tonight. It's a wrap. Thank you all for coming on. Until next time, we will see you again. Until then, so long and be blessed. See you later, everybody. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Mind Body Business Show podcast at www.themindbodybusinessshow.com.